welcome to I Love That. A bachelor podcast. Because the unexamined life isn't worth living. We are doctors of brainology and depression. I'm Wade. I'm Zach. You got a lot of... You you know, Wade, hey, Wade, I got a question for you. On a scale from one to ten, how fired up are you? Uh, I'm getting there. That little teaser we got this episode uh, has me... The light at the end of the tunnel, baby. Yeah, Jesus Christ. (laughs) The teaser... Well, you know, I'm not going to say it was the best part, but there are many good moments in this, and I'd like to dub this episode the cringiest episode of The Bachelor I have ever fucking seen in my entire life. That's a fair assessment. Good television, though. Well, I wasn't having fun, but I was enjoying it. Yeah. If that makes any sense. (laughs) You know, Wade... Zach. You just can't hate on love. Okay? I mm-hmm. just want you to know that. I know this this podcast is about finding love and watching people find their love, their live their truth. And um I just want you to know you can't hate on love. All right, bud. I I hear you, but what if Claire's involved? Then is it okay? <laughs> Because I don't know so what I'm do- I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> if I can't hate on love, oh boy, this was one for the ages. Um, final episode of preseason, it seems. Here's hoping. Yeah, I think it'll fall apart in the next one, and uh, hopefully, we'll get to start things with Aisha, yeah, or, I mean, or at least introduce her and set the rules up. They've got it. They have got to just move on. Well, like the first thirty minutes of the next episode has got to be. The dissolution and then the rebuild. Yeah. And I, I could see that with the teaser because you get, uh, obviously, Clara leaves, breaks the show. The dudes are like, what are we going to do? And like, you could do that in a couple scenes and then announce that mm-hmm. Tasha's here and like, just keep keep things moving. Mm-hmm. So my money, by the way, uh, is on Bennett and Tasha. Oh, man, I hope so. As I observed, Bennett is very much the JPJ of this season, and we all know yes. Tasha has a thing for a certain kind of dignified East Coast dandy yes. man. <laughs> and I think <laughs> dandy that, man, nice. That, that'd be great. I don't mind no, Bennett. Totally. I don't. I don't hate him. I, I like Bennett. I have no. He's he's my uh, Jordan of this season. You know, and silly as he may be, it's it's an authenticity thing. You know, like J, JPJ yes. and Jordan were whether you liked him or not, they were simple and authentic i never got the impression that they were you know playing games or lying they just kind of that's that's who they are and bennett's got that energy about him they were they're unabashedly themselves yeah and it's it's simply refreshing (laughs) much like this hard seltzer cocktail that i'm drinking Ooh, let's get a good look at that for the sponsors um, for the for the sponsors, um, it's a uh, social club seltzer. All right, and uh, they should not have uh, marketed it as a seltzer. If I'm being completely honest with you, um, it's actually the worst seltzer I've ever fucking had. Like malt um, liquor, or is this low calorie? What's the what's the pitch? So it's it's low calorie, low carb, but um, instead of being like a fruit soda with alcohol mm-hmm. it's a cocktail in seltzer form this one's an old-fashioned they have other ones i was just uh, talking to, to shannon about like these these like hard lemonade or uh liquor mm-hmm. infused ciders how this is this is a thing now i guess that you can just put alcohol into a soda in a can yeah which i don't know why i'm so surprised by that but uh the fact that you just said that's an old-fashioned does that mean it has it's, it's a seltzer with whiskey? No, not at all. Okay, it's their attempt at trying to create a seltzer old fashioned. That's that's what I'm saying. Like it it, it it's this weird line mm-hmm. where you could go, eh, maybe, you know. I mean, but that shit is heavy on the fucking fake orange flavor. So it's so it is like a flavor, like the uh, like purple flavor. You know, it doesn't taste like grapes, mm-hmm. but it's like that. So it's it's Correct. their their attempt at doing that for the old fashioned flavor, I guess. Yeah, it's really weird. Huh. But I mean, they're uh, is it their world their world series leftovers? So okay. there you go. 
Is it at least crisp and cool and refreshing? It is certainly crisp, cool, and refreshing, as I imagine Tasha is getting out of the pool. I think that was the imagery that they're trying to use. Like, here is, it's like a baptism coming out of the water, you know? <laughs> yes, we're well done. We're washing away the Claire, you know, sin. Mm-hmm. And Re- uh, being reborn. Become, <laughs> and, yes, uh, reborn as a, uh, what will hopefully be a much, much better season. And... Again, my pick's Bennett. Have you got a pick? I, so, I, uh, to, take, to take a moment here, I don't think they bring any new guys. They just say any of you who have left are allowed to come back. Okay. And if any of you guys that are staying, you can stay or leave. It's your choice. All right. And I think that will also dictate how many more episodes we get. For some reason, uh, my, my two favorites are perhaps Chasen and Damar. Can you describe them to me? What uh, do they do? Chasen. I have no idea what any of these guys' names are. <laughs> I got the uh, the bios pulled up right here. Chasen is a 31-year-old IT account executive from San Diego, California. He uh, he got one of the first impression roses. He's got kind of like Tyler C. energy from Hannah's uh, season. Fuck. Okay, you know, like, okay, hold on. I'm looks, pulling it up. I'm looks sort of like Guy Pierce. You said Chasen? Chasen, yeah. Just tall, tall white dude. Okay, yeah. Chasen's cool. He's pretty real. Um, yeah, like I, some of these guys, I appreciate, um, like I, I, was it Kenny? No. Kenny's the boy band. Jay? Yeah. I really like Joe, the, uh, anesthesiologist. That guy's genuine. I love easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy's fun. I hear You know, there's some behind the scenes problems with him, but. Oh, really? He's, uh, He's a shit nester. Not a shit nester. I think he had friends do some bad things or you know it's just, it's an association uh, or i haven't looked into it because we get enough bad news oh ben ben the army ben. vet i like him yeah that's yeah. a good dude he's all right yeah that's a class act i think you know what that's that's what's upsetting is there are actually so many good dudes this season dude seriously that we're just ignoring that like we're squandered on claire and uh you know they're like they're like a little older a little more mature but the fact that you and i like are rattling off four you know favorites in uh, episode three is like yeah I, I don't usually enjoy people this early like i can pick i can list villains all day like here's the 10 <laughs> that i fucking hate for this season but like you know we yeah, have adults and blaken yeah, yeah uh, no, and so um i think we've talked about this in episodes past but all of these dudes really come across like they've never seen the show before <laughs> Um, and it's kind of refreshing, kind of like this uh, seltzer that I'm, I'm just kidding. We run there it back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So it is unfortunate. They're all getting kind of squandered on this. Uh, you know, I mean, Dale's the front runner and the villain. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Usually at this point, there is a front runner villain like a, a Crystal or a Luke P. You know, mm-hmm. like someone who who has a better connection than everyone else and becomes insufferable. Yes, but this season it's just gonna the show is gonna end because yeah. well, Claire, Claire will just stick then... to the first sure thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and honestly, I'm gonna be fucking furious if I don't get a, 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 like I just want a taste of that DVD. Give me a little taste of the DVD, baby. I just want to see it. You know, during the reunion at the end, mm. that's what I want. I just want a little taste of it. Give me like one shot. I just want to see it's real. But that's only if she gets married. Oh, fuck. Damn it, dude. You shot right through that. What? What is? What was that in the background? What was what? Am I hearing that on my microphone? I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. All right. It does it doesn't matter. Let's move past it. Sorry, you were saying. Okay. No. Yeah, no. I'm just going to be fucking furious if I don't see that fucking DVD. And then you said isn't it if she gets married only if she gets married and that I'm heartbroken now. I'm literally floored. I I'm, I'm blindsided by that information that I already knew. <laughs> well, I guess the I was bringing it up because I don't think it is going to work out with Dale. No, so there no, won't be a marriage. We you won't see the, the that's the whole the the MacGuffin of it is that you're never going to see the DVD because she's never going to get married. MacGuffin, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Whatever. I, you know, I don't know why I hold out hope. 
so stupid. I'm so stupid. Why would I pay attention? I think ABC is going to deliver something for me. <laughs> you know, it's um, the same same tricks. Uh, just every time, di- they different get me. coat of paint. You know. <laughs> um. All right. Well. You know, this is this. I'm just going to say it. I'm I'm just going to come out and say it. This is a season like I've never seen before. How so? You know. Chris told me that. That's that's how. There's no there's no other rhyme or reason. Are you texting right now? No. <laughs> Checking my notes. Chris Harrison said stuff. See, I'm listening. Chris Harrison told me that it was going to be that, and I agree. I agree because it's been horrible. That's it. I, you know, I was hoping you were going to be able to uh, tell me why and then you threw it on me well we've seen the show broken like what the fuck like colton <laughs> broke it ari broke it like now this claire's gonna break it like mm-hmm. no it's, I feel it's like we've seen it before yeah we've seen the show broken it's it's never quite what we want it to you know like let's get back to basics it never it never does oh and none of these guys are gonna be the bachelor because they've already selected matt james so we don't even have that fun stuff going for us oh yeah forgot about that because yeah. i was just about to ask you who you thought the bachelor was going to be i i cared last year <laughs> i could have had that conversation yeah yeah um weird stuff anyway so what, what's the first thing that happens here we we just hit the ground running yosef not impressed with claire didn't like yes. the uh the nudity thing even though he wasn't a participant yeah so this this whole thing yeah so So I rewatched this a couple times because I wanted to get to the bottom of of my personal issues and agreements with it, because what he's saying is totally 100 percent valid, Um, you know, because like if I did have a daughter, I probably wouldn't have done that either. And I fully understand that. I get where he's coming from. And there is this um, double standard of. I 100% agree that media um, for since time have been objectifying women with a male gaze. And I think <clears throat> um, obviously that's bad and it shouldn't continue. But I don't think the way to fix that is by, you know, shoving um, the female gaze on men down my throat. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Cause no, it's I like, agree. The, the reconciliation has to come from all sides. It isn't about yeah. like revenge. And I understand the empowerment exactly. of it. Like 100%. I'm t- and, I, and I'm on that side. I just, I just like, I, I would rather have parody. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I understand where Yosef's coming from. And I think his statement is valid, hmm. but there's a point there where he starts twisting the knife. Yes. And it's like, oh, okay, so now you're really sinking your teeth in dude and like now you went mean you did go down a mean uh uncool path you had valid points and it's hard for me to defend you when you're an asshole yes i think that's that's the consensus my take is that he i think knew that he didn't have a shot with nor wanted a shot with claire whether or not the the naked dodgeball was the thing that convinced him mm-hmm. of that. I think he kind of knew early on the way the wind was blowing and decided to try and leave with a little pride, but did it spitefully. Yes. Yeah. He wasn't wrong. Think... He was just an asshole about it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't need to fucking jam the knife down her um, throat, but you know, I did appreciate his line of, hold on, I've got to wash my hands of this atrocity. <laughs> I missed that. That's a good line. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a great line. Wow. Um, yeah, he he definitely went in. And you can see the point in Claire's eyes when she just gets pissed. Sure. Um, and, and stops listening. And I was like, oh, man, this is... When you when you rewatch some of these things and the interactions, it, it's really captivating from a uh, social standpoint. Yeah, I did it with a couple uh, scenes on this episode because it was all happening so fast, and I like I really wanted to break down like what who did what, what the visual cues were, and yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, it's it's a fascinating study, uh, you know. Yeah, exactly, and, and it's something I've never really done. My my mom was here today, and um, 
I, I wanted to get her opinion on the whole Yosef thing as well. Okay. Um, and her consensus was <clears throat> generally more or less mine as well. So I guess the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. Nice. And that's how you get gravity. Yeah. So I guess in in this situation, of course, uh, Claire's going to defend herself and do the reality TV star thing of whatever, huffing off and crying yeah. and whatever. He was being a dick, so. You want to know the best part? What? Was that I could hear as she's walking off, I could hear very quietly in the background, someone get Dale over to Claire. <sighs> yeah. Go get Dale. Yeah, there were a couple of those producer Dale moments in this episode. Come on, man. You mean Dale's the one that just shows the fuck up? That's what blows everyone my mind, in too. On this shit like, and it's gross. Yeah, like everyone, well, all the contestants saw it. Like they saw this blow up. Everyone was totally aware of it. And then they're reacting to it. And then suddenly, like 15 seconds later, it's just Claire and Dale. And he's the only mm-hmm. one present to comfort her. And I'm like, where'd all the other dudes go? Doesn't like, matter. How are we once again forced to, like, just isolate Dale and Claire and mm-hmm. ignore everyone else? And, you know, a running theme in this episode. Uh, yeah, actually, that would be the theme. You're right. Yeah. yeah. But I also think the editors are just kind of pulling out the stops with uh, letting us think there's a chance here. Like, I, you know, the guys pick up on it at a certain point. They're like, what, what are we mm-hmm. doing here? This She picked Dale. She already picked Dale, so... Yeah, she is Pickdale. In fact, she has a line later on that um, it, it's just it's just so it's just so kind of annoying how how upfront she's been about how it's going to be Dale. Mm-hmm. I don't want to jump to the end, but the the line is um, you know they were just being so mean to my fiance. Yes, um, I know we'll get there, but it's like. What are we even doing here? But question, do you think that this is something that might have happened in other seasons, but they edited out because they do have all the episodes? Like, do you think I so? I think so, yeah. In conversations I've seen with, like, Chris Souls and Nick Vial and Ben Higgins, um, all of them have said pretty much, like, you know which one. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I think that's that in and of itself is a very interesting facet of human love is there is a weird factor of, oh, I actually really like this person a lot and I want to get to know them more. And there is that sort of instant uh, chemical reaction. What word am I looking for here? I don't know. Spark. Spark was the word I was looking for. Yeah. I had a dog named Sparky once. Oh. Yeah, Wait, once. he was my favorite little doll. My mother put me on a hook once. Have you ever seen that movie? No, no? Okay. <laughs> guess not. Yeah, clearly, that clearly that's just in. Uh, <laughs> um, so there's this old movie. Um, I don't even know if I know the name of it. Um, um, but it's uh, this kid always goes back to this line of my mother put me on a hook once and when he acts out she would pick him up and hang him on a hook like behind a door mm-hmm. <laughs> just as a timeout. Um and that was just <laughs> kind of like the thing that he would always think about it, it, Johnny Dangerously is the name of it wow the movie yeah some old movie clearly I was just eight years old and that was what I watched at my grandma's and she loved that movie and so that line comes up whenever I hear someone say once mm-hmm. I think of that so it's like imprinted on you. Yeah. So my bad. I, I yeah. shouldn't have assumed. <laughs> it's all good. All right. What what else do we, there was a rose ceremony, but I think we all know the show's broken and I don't think it's worth recapping, uh, you know, who made it, who didn't make it like, Oh yeah. Who cares? They were all so sweet to her though. When they were saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really nice. Yeah, they have been. Maybe, maybe my bars are so low, but I was like, Everyone's being so sweet here. Yeah. It's weird, too, because this show does this thing where they'll, uh, you know, during the rose ceremony, they'll just pick one or two characters to, like, cut back to and have them talk about how, uh, you know, I really, like, hope I get a chance to, you know, get this rose. It would mean so much to me. I'm, you know, I'm worried. And, like, you could, I just, I don't know why when I was watching it. Maybe it's because it's been a year that we haven't seen this. But I was just like, you could just edit this crap with anybody. Like, 
Oh, yeah. You know, he's just literally like pick one of them talking about like, why do you want to stay? How are you feeling? And just like keep mm-hmm. that keep that tense music and just, I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't. uh Oh, yeah. One more thing about that Yosef thing. Did you like the Jaws edit of like the music behind it? Uh, I did. <laughs> there was a music cue. I, maybe it's the one, that one, but uh, they were using a new music cue that I really enjoyed. Yeah. Just, was it like a happy one? No, no. It was like a, it was like a tension kind of dramatic okay. thing, but it felt, it's, it's not one they had used before and it had a nice melody to it. Like Totally. Yeah. I wonder if that's the one. Cause I, I sat there and was like, whoa, Hey, this is a nice little cue. I like this. It, yeah. it added this interesting level of tension. They also had a very nice happy cue at one point as well. And I was like, this felt new too. And it, it felt like, it felt like indie happy a la like, um, um, oh my God. Why am I, why, why do I want to say Hoobastank? Snow Patrol. There it, it was is. like Snow Patrol. <laughs> um, nice. But, but refreshed for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, wow, I, who the fuck's doing their music? And clearly that's where our, where we work comes out in these shows. But yeah, we're always um, looking under the hood behind the yeah. curtain. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, um, uh, I think, I mean, the music is actually vitally important to the bachelor, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise you're not going to feel the real tension of it. Yeah. You're not going to know what feelings you're supposed to have. Unless Ari's breaking up with Becca, I don't think there was any music, and we felt that shit. Oh, God, yeah. From both angles, too. Yeah. I, that That is the single best piece of television I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't care. No, it was so unique. Unique like, and raw. Like, how often do you see breakups from both people's perspectives? From both people's. You're only being broken up with, or you're doing the breaking up. And so mm-hmm. to see it was just... I couldn't look away. I, it was fucking beautiful work. Yeah absolutely amazing work and they haven't been able to top it since no and they have certainly tried with uh the most dramatic unprecedented season ever you can't just say that every time it loses its meaning chris is the boy who cried wolf the boy who cried uh cried rose um so anyway so there's there's the uh the chris and and claire conversation do you remember that? Chris, I remember Chris saying to the boys that this process will expose you. Oh shit, I missed that. No, this is after this is after Yosef leaves. Okay. Claire's talking to Chris and it 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 felt to me that it was like 45 minutes to an hour later after Dale. <clears throat> what was after the, Dale went and consoled her. Yeah, what was what was and the gist of it? Well, Claire was just saying how hard it was to be a part of this process when you have a clear winner and someone's like being super mean to you or, you know, all that kind of nonsense. And it just Mm -hmm. felt it's it's, the whole thing's feeling extra planned. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that's um, uh, a caveat of everyone being in the same place, La Quinta, (laughs) you know, and I, I think they're having to overuse Chris as well for things sure you, you think that it's possible to overuse chris harrison oh wow that is a fucking million dollar question no i think chris should work more for the amount of money he's getting paid i bet he took two strokes off of his golf game oh, mr meeseeks look at me hey <laughs> take two strokes off my game can do <laughs> all right <clears throat> Uh, okay. Uh, go ahead. No, you. Um. So the there's the date the next day. I know I'm doing the driving. There's the date the next day. They get the card, and Claire meets with fucking Bachelorette season four, of like 14 years ago. Ah uh, yes, Deanna. <clears throat> this is yeah, a, okay. Then, yeah, this is where they don't have a daytime group date. Because she's, they're smelling Dale's pants together. What the fuck happened there? I don't know. Seriously, what the fuck happened there? And, like, no one went and told the boys? And yeah. why didn't she go tell the boys earlier? And, I don't, and like you said, they're all just there. There's not a lot of ground to cover, so... The fact that, uh, you know, don't don't tell me that people don't know what's going on. or like, oh, I haven't heard from her. The car never showed up. She's late for the day. Like, you're all on a compound that's a few, you know. 
You could probably throw a rock to Stones her Stones throw away from everybody. So, yeah, why is she just... And, okay, I think... Remember how Hannah used to have to... She, like, canceled a lot of cocktail parties and didn't mm-hmm. didn't have the energy. But, like, you got a sense that she was, like, you know, stressed. Stressed mm-hmm. under the situation that, like, oh, I... Luke P's gaslighting me and, like, the pressure. I'm just simple Hannah, Hannah B. And, like, I gave her some leeway with it, but, like... Claire canceling it just seems like convenience or like, I don't want to do it. Like, I really don't. I already picked my, my fiance. I don't, I don't even want to, which is like, yeah, it's disrespectful, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Like everyone else on this franchise has at least faked it for their 12 episodes. So like her unwillingness to try and that sense of like, what I picked him, like, what do you want from me? It's like, I don't know. Good television to give everyone a fair shot. And like, literally do what Mm -hmm. dozens of people Mm -hmm. before you have done for their million dollar check like grow up (laughs) exactly and the thing is is so clearly she just wanted to talk about dale and smell the pants with diana yeah um so she she cancels the date and then later on in that date um she tells one of the producers okay can we just hurry along the rest of it yeah and so and then from then on which is something i never really realized but and I'm going to be watching for from now on. But from then on, in every interaction, she has this air of, can we just, you know, I'm going through the motions. Can we hurry it along? And, it, and it's it's just ever present that she's out. She's yeah. just mentally out. Um, and I wonder, <laughs> it now makes me want to rewatch some of the old seasons and see if and when these guys or girls are visibly checked out. Yeah. You know, that, and like I'm told, I'm sure as shit going to be watching this from now on, like mm-hmm. with that lens, because it never really occurred to me that they that it would be so fucking blatant. Mm-hmm. You know, because we never know. Like we know that Claire blows it and has picked, and you know has got mm-hmm. less than an episode left in her uh, tenure. But like I bet if you rewatch Peter's season, you would get to a point where you're like, okay, like he's just going the motions now, and kind of you know, there's like a point where they get to be no bullshit about it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they do know and they've talked to producers and they're just tired. I wonder about Peter though. Uh, not to not to mm-hmm. go into your one example. He's probably a I bad totally, example, but I, I totally agree. <laughs> but Peter ended up picking Kelly at the end. Like the end end, like after the season. End, yeah. Yeah. You know, and so was he ever interested in any of these people? Maybe. Yeah, and we don't know what producers tell them to do. Like, go yeah. go the motions of drama, get caught up in your indecisiveness, and pick the wrong one, and then try to pick the other one at the uh, after the rose, and then end up dating that other other one like years after the show's <laughs> off the air. Like, I hope when they try to ice Chris out, that Chris goes full on nuclear and writes the most scathing tell-all <laughs> book. Oh, that gives us all the behind-the-scenes insider goss. That hot goss. Yeah. The tea, as it were, in Bachelor parlance. Uh-huh. And he'd spill it all. Um, Get people fired. Take it down. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah! Dipoliosif, if Get you will. Get people fired. <laughs> <laughs> Parlay. Um, so, yeah, on this date... Dale gives a broed out speech about how he wants to be up front and cool with everybody and he's just got to talk to Claire. Uh huh. Because they end up doing the night date and then. That's they just some. Start macking. That's some Luke P shit, too. That is some Luke P shit. That was exactly what I thought, dude. I was like, this is some master manipulator nonsense. Yeah, like I'm going to gaslight all of you right up top and then I'm going to yeah. do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, and, and then. Act all dumbfounded when you confront me about it. Dude, that was so annoying to me. And my 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 real thought was, holy shit, dude. He's like a likable Luke P. Sure. Minus the, I used to fuck bitches so much that it turned me to God. Thing, <laughs> which just really drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and like, there was a moment where I think uh, Claire was talking to Jay. And then Dale, this is like after they made out and got split up you know when he stole her first like he walks in on jay and there's a second where it looks like maybe he's looking over his shoulder like the producers are like here go go over here go into this room and just Mm -hmm. end scene start the scene that like he didn't know what to do but then claire was like oh no it's cool you can interrupt us like 
fuck off jay i'm gonna spend more time with dale and like yeah and then he was trying to explain it like oh well i was over there and i i didn't think i was gonna go in there but like it literally (laughs) felt like and i think you should leave bit so i was leaving the bathroom and when i left the bathroom i just ended up here yeah i don't know what happened i'm just dazed and confused about it all (laughs) You know, yeah. no, it's it's Bozo dubbed over. The guy talking is Bozo. He dubbed <laughs> over his own video. <laughs> um, you know, I was just leaving the bathroom and they're like, the bathroom was right there, bro. Like, I can see it. And you just walked directly to where Claire was. This was this was premeditated. Yeah. And I don't know why he tries to play dumb. It's a bad look. And I'm glad they call him out on it. Yeah. And and I also hate that whole, like, no, I totally own what I did, but we can't talk about it. I won't change my behavior and we're moving past it right now. I'm like, then you're not owning it. Like, yeah, I hate no, when people no, are like, dude. I accept full responsibility, except nah, shut up about it. Politician. <laughs> no, and it, yeah. And I think everyone was very uh, spot on that the dude is platitudes incarnate. He doesn't actually say anything. Yes. Like, I don't know anything about him. He's just like literally he's a supporting role in Claire's romantic comedy where he's just an emotional (laughs) support animal or what, you know, whatever she needs. Like you want a manly man. You want someone to listen. You want someone to just hype you up when you're being dramatic. Like he's just. He's not a real person. (laughs) No, he's just a tool. So did have you seen what Dale has been doing since the NFL? I uh, I haven't. I would guess nothing. No. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Did okay. Did he play, or was he like a third uh, string? Yeah, like I think he played. I have no idea. I don't actually. I mean, I, with football, man, there are so many of those dudes that it's so hard for me to keep track. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but what I will say is, is between ending the football career and being Dale, uh, Mister Crowley. He modeled for Party City costumes. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch of them, dude. Oh it's hilarious. My God. <laughs> um, it's pretty great. It's pretty fucking great. He's in like a Superman costume, a Tapatio costume, a Taco costume. It's fucking outrageous. Um, you know. And oh it's my like... God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep, I just found it. He does like a Roman soldier, Superman, and a taco. Yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. To which it makes me wonder who is Dale and what does he do? Because his current occupation is formal, former, uh, what, pro football wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I understand that he probably doesn't need a regular job. Maybe he had some money left over and he's just investing it or whatever the fuck's going on. I, I don't fucking know. Okay. But I want to know. I want to know what fills this man's time. You know, when he's not on this show what was he doing before this does he hang out with his mom is he good to his mom you know like he, he does have he has like? four sisters so big family i could see that yeah. like hanging out with them i could also see like playing xbox and working out a lot and literally doing nothing else i have a theory that he's been uh <laughs> running a long con on claire ever since juan pablo's season kind of studying her and her tendencies and the kind of guy she wants and how hard and fast she falls. And he's just, you know, that's a full on you situation. Yes. He's done his homework and he is going to be, you know, her uh, bachelor nation partner in crime or whatever. Wow. Until he gives me something real. Yeah, I know that's a fake motherfucker. Um, and we're probably not even going to hear the proposal statement. And and again, Claire's a fool. Whatever. Yeah, I get it. I get wanting and having to chase the love, but let's be real. There's a reason she's still single. Uh, well, yeah, that. Um, and it's like she should have given it a chance. She might have found a real a real winner in there. 
Yeah. Like Bennett. I agree. You know, uh, remember Jason from the, the fireside one-on-one date? Give me a, give me a, give me a quick second. All I right. gotta close the door. The dogs are... Well, I'm gonna use this opportunity to uh, refill my water and give the listeners what they crave. Is us just taking a little breaky. You uh, time stamping it to cut this out. Good stuff. Yeah. So there was a very special moment uh, when all the, the dudes were talking about Dale's, you know, clear advantage and starting to get worked up about it. Where Jason, the guy from the fireside, burned the dress. Talk about my divorced parents, or you know, oh yeah, that guy, the nice ex-football, the ex-football player. Yeah, he he had a moment where he really reminded me of you. Where he's like, he's Dale. He's not better than us. Like he was really getting worked up in this hilarious way. <laughs> And like, you know, most of the dudes are just, uh, you know, like everybody's concerned and talking about it. But the the level of like sincere <laughs> over the top reaction from him is really something to see. Oh, I'm glad I, that reminded you of me. Um, I'd be pissed, bro. I would be like, I honestly, I don't know if they would be able to air my shit because I would be like, fuck you, Dale. You fake fucking sack of shit, dude. Get the fuck out. You know, I, I just... Uh, for me, sincerity is kind of like a very big concept or thing. Same. Um, you know, and I, I, I pride myself in being able to sniff out a fake. And I would just be like, fuck you, Dale. We're never going to be friends. Do you remember the guy from Becca's season? I think he was one of the final three. Slicked back hair, had like Andy Garcia vibe. Yeah, yeah, Jason. He's with Jason Bristow now. Okay. Oh, uh, that's great. That's great for them. Kaylin was she's actually really happy. They are. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. They, they met on um, uh, Rachel's podcast. Okay. Yeah, they like happened to both be on, and like were like, "Hey, you want to go on a date?" And they like live together, and it's it's really cute. He's like her number one hype man as she's been on Dancing with the Stars. It's fucking adorable. Wow. So I only saw Caitlin's season, which was nuts. Great, yes, great programming, yes. and then I kind of like she fell off my radar. So uh, yeah. cool that she released an absolutely good. horrible record, like full full length. Like I only listened to the single. I don't know if a record ever came out, but she made a single, and it is garbage. It's as bad as that Vin Diesel. Song. Ah, I was Vin gonna, song, <laughs> I was gonna bring better. that up. <laughs> <laughs> Feel like I do. Great minds. Yeah. Um, what were you gonna say about him though? Oh, the way that he behaved so well as like, you know, when his, when his season, when he lost and when like anytime there was drama, he was like really diplomatic and supportive. Mm -hmm. And I get a vibe that some of these dudes probably know what's happening, but they're still trying to, you know, and, and this is off of your sincerity talk. I'm not saying they're all fake for not being like fuck this and fuck claire i'm out like you're wasting my yeah. time you know they're gonna be gentlemen about it so uh yeah but especially when whatever after like i know i'm going back here after yosef left when all the dudes are like yo get get that dude out of here yosef you, you, yeah you, why well, can't believe you do that you're such a jerk man i'm like dude you're yeah. all you've realized she picked dale already she's dating dale and you all exactly. don't need to defend her like you know, you can see the layers of people as they figure it out. It's like dominoes. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's like it's like if the U.S. hadn't meddled in Vietnam, um, most of the southeastern Asian countries would have fell like dominoes into socialism. Mm-hmm. And as with most socialist countries, had the U.S. not meddled in their economics or their politics or their government. Things might have gone differently. I couldn't and agree that, more. Ladies and gentlemen, is the sanest, safest, toned-down version of my far-left screed. You know, I'm really glad you brought this up, because I don't know if you heard this, that, that Chile finally, overwhelmingly yeah. and democratically, uh, rewrote a constitution mm-hmm. to replace the one 
the that I was yeah. uh, in place under the Pinochet regime, which was, you know, a puppet of U.S. economic interests. A literal fucking water faucet for Elon Musk. And also, I'm trying to think of the good news here. And uh, and Bolivia, they they undid their mm-hmm. coup. With, uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's so great, and I think it's great to see these South American countries actually go. You know what? No, fuck this Leo, neoliberal nonsense. We're gonna, you know, we're taking the country in our hands, and we're gonna do it. Yeah, um, and it gives me a lot of hope. And also, um, while we're on the topic, those are countries that you can sure as shit immigrate to. I speak the language, sort of, sort of, barely. Yeah, better than me. Yeah, I could buy something. I'd give you a pass. You'd right. figure it out. Yeah. You'd figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. But, but what's cool is that they are uh, making a coalition with each other, you know, strength in numbers, solidarity, class struggle. It's all... Yeah. It's, it's good to see. It, and on the topic of that, there's a moment in this episode, at the very end, when they literally unionize. <laughs> yes. And what do they do? They They put in... They bring in new management. They pull oh out. Oh my god, dude! No, <laughs> I was no, having that no, no, thought no, no. too. I was like, yeah. "Yeah, they're they're gonna make Claire Claire Bale on this before all the dudes unionize and go on strike." Oh my god, dude! I was like, "Holy shit, man!" They were gonna stage a walkout. <laughs> no, which would have been, which would have been great. Like anytime anyone gets close, you know, it's like you can't just kick the union leader off the show. You, producers yeah. can't say like, "You got to get rid of this one." Yeah, yep, he's he's yep. riling up the blood. <laughs> but, oh my god, man! All right, let's. I'm so uh, happy no, that was your thought. That was totally my thought. <laughs> no, I really appreciated you bringing bringing some of that in. All right, let's get to this one-on-one date with Zach. Zach oh, J. Yeah, yeah. This, the spa date because this was a train wreck. Uh, yeah, my god. There's just uh, there's there's no words to really unpack what was going on there. Here's my leading question. Is avocado good for your skin? It looked really chunky. I'm sure if you yeah. like, it's got oils in it. So I bet if you actually got it into like a mud or a paste or something and let it dry, maybe it would like clean your pores and okay, I could, I could see it working, but not just scooping an unripe chunky avocado and well, slapping squeezing it with your hands, you know? Yeah. I'll mash it up. I don't think Take that's my good right. Hand. Doesn't it just seem yeah. like improv that they're like, hey, can we get a couple like uh, p- p- pedicure, you know, salon people in here? Just tell them to bring Literally. the little foot bath and like, we'll call that a date. Cause this, and that dude, I forget what his deal is, but uh, obviously he was, all right, here's something. He wasn't comfortable on the date. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm not even going to finish that thought. She's okay. criticizing yeah, his but, energy yeah. the whole time. And talking about how she wishes it was Dale and that he's being awkward. Dude, honestly, it like getting your feet touched in a pedicure for the first time, it, it's weird. Yeah. You know, and I would like to be with someone who can be like, it's okay, baby. That's how this is. Don't, it, you know, it, it's totally fine. It's totally okay. Just calm down. Mm-hmm. I know it's weird, but your feet are going to feel great afterwards. She could have reassured him, but instead, and like built him up, but instead she just sat there and we got the super edit of her just bitching that it wasn't Dale. And it's yeah. like, wait, uh, you make this a just great... sucks for him now. Yeah. And I'm glad you, you put it in those words because a lot of the, my problem with Claire is that she's not a good communicator. That there's there's so many points where things blow up or turn into something that they're not because, you know, a failure to communicate that you it's squarely on her. Yes. Like the end, like you're saying, she could have easily just walked him through it or explained it. But instead, her reaction is to just kind of like, look like what? You're not having a good time. I wish you were Dale. Dale would be having a good time because he's not a real person. Yeah. It's like you're you're getting pissed off at these people for not anticipating your your needs or like it's a child. It's like a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just not, it, it, and it's unfair. Um, it, it, it's not a. Uh, uh, what's the word? It's not a. Um, well, there's no parody in the relationship. She doesn't care, and yeah. he's trying to earn her love, but you know she's a betrothed woman already. Yeah. Which which makes the uh, the missed kiss thing 
just all the worse. Like, did she forget that this guy wasn't Dale? Because the body so, language was not one of like we're comfortable kissing. Like she came in for that mm-hmm. thing out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere. And I think the reason why she stopped right beforehand was because she didn't want to kiss anyone else other than Dale, and she hadn't really kissed anyone else since her and Dale got hot and heavy in the El Presidente suite. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and I and that that's just unfair and. Obviously, that is an assumption about her thought about Dale and kissing this other guy. Sure. But she she went 99% of the way there for the kiss. Yeah, and he took what was definitely less than one full second, and he looked like he was going to go for it. He just needed that second to process what was happening. Like They were getting out of the pool, dude. And so I've been thinking about this, and so like... Your your activity in your brain is getting out of the pool, right? Yeah. And then she just turns around and it like gets at him with a kiss. And I think that second of him was like, oh, we're kissing, not getting out of the pool. He was like processing that because he was ready yeah. to get out of the pool. Well, and it was like, well, it's a first kiss too, so he wouldn't see it coming. And yeah, mm-hmm. they're not in the middle of an activity that warrants that. They weren't having like a romantic conversation right beforehand. Mm-hmm. They, weren't, they weren't talking about childhood trauma. There wasn't a sense of comfort. They hadn't even been like touching each other. They were like mm-hmm. very d- distanced at the pool to begin with. So, yeah, that just blew my mind that like it even happened. Yeah. And that she did that thing she did at her toast when no one stole her away to talk first fast enough. Where she like she waited a half a second before deciding this is a rejected kiss. Now my feelings are hurt and I'm embarrassed. And like, this is all ruined. Like she did all of that on her own. And a lot of that, I think comes down to, um, her. Well, I think it, I think it's just this ego battle Mm. she's having with how she's portrayed in, uh, the spotlight. You know, I think she wants to be portrayed a certain way, and she's leaning into the Juan Pablo moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think sometimes I, I I don't know. I mean, clearly it's it's all just speculation. It's just like there's these moments where, well, if you were just natural, it no one cares. Yeah, you're allowed to explain you know? yourself. Like that was awkward. I. I thought you were like reject. You hesitated for a second, and like maybe that Never was my bad. Like, yes, yeah, yes, that almost ruined her. Yeah, no, totally, almost ruined her. And I, you know, you feel bad, but it's like you can still own it as an awkward person myself. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if, if I do awkward things, and you just go. Hey, I know that was awkward. You know, sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean for it that way. This is like a great case study comparing Hannah and uh, and Claire because because like when Hannah was like morbidly embarrassed, she just was. She didn't lash mm-hmm. out at anybody. She didn't get up and walk away or try to project and like make it about you know like she's like oh fuck this happened to me and I'm embarrassed and oh my god I'm just so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. The end. There's a complete and utter sincerity with Becca, a Hannah Brown. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I've been trying to think about who was this one bachelorette after Ben Higgins season this whole time because she ends up replacing Chris for a week, and all I keep hearing are Hannah's and Becca's. And <laughs> I just cannot remember the, yeah. this girl's name for the life of me. There's a lot of them. <laughs> it's fair. Um, yeah, no, Hannah Brown. I I can't believe we're here, but damn man, yeah. it was so sweet. She was just so sweet in herself. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll get oh. we'll get Tasha in yeah. here. Yeah. Anyway, so, so anyway, so they go to the nighttime date, right? And she doesn't and even fucking show up. She's a no show. And Chris shows up, and I swear to God, dude, when Chris tells him you're gonna have to leave, you know, you go on home. Uh-huh. There's a fucking millisecond there where like he's totally laughing. Yeah. There's a total smile on his face. It's so funny. I thought Chris was gonna yeah. say she's pressing charges, like, <laughs> or she's not pressing charges. <laughs> Don't worry, but she's you not have, pressing charges. But you have to leave. Yeah, you gotta go. Um, I felt like he was gonna cry. That's fucking embarrassing. 
Because yeah. having somebody that's so dramatic and insecure, like react to something internally without letting you participate in it, like it makes mm-hmm. him it makes him look like a fucking abuser just because like exactly. she she wouldn't explain herself. And he was trying to like, oh, no, wait, like I'll assault you and try to kiss you like you did me earlier. And we'll we'll just get the kiss out of the way. And this is fine. It's not a big deal. Like, I'm sure mm-hmm. it was uncomfortable for everybody. But like, ugh. yeah, so ugh. I, I don't. I don't think he was treated fairly, unfortunately. No. But hey, dodge the bullet. Maybe he'll get to come back. Maybe he'll get to come back and compete with the next frontrunner, Bennett. That would be Benet. fair. Go Benet. Benet? I'm Team Benet, dude. I right. like him. I'll start calling him Benet. <laughs> and then, with the, and at this point, it's like, okay, the show is still happening. Like, what are we even doing? Like, why? Let's get to the Tasha. Like we're gonna do another another group date where the boys roast each other with Margaret Cho. Which and you know, have you have you ever roasted a friend of yours? I actually haven't. Okay, so we put together we were gonna roast everybody in this whole group of friends that I had. Uh-huh. Um and we ended up only roasting Mike, my big fat the truck trucker guy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and um I swear to God, dude. It was the funnest night I think I've ever had in my entire fucking life. It was hilarious because it's fun doing to telling him the jokes and getting everyone to laugh about him, you know, and then making fun of everyone else. But you get the added fun (laughs) of writing the jokes and workshopping the jokes about him, you know, and you're like, this is going to murder. And so there was this thing, dude, uh, at this roast. Right, I opened it up, you know, and I, and one of the one of the first things I said was, um, so this roast I want to be an interactive uh experience, at least for my portion. So whenever I say give it to me, you guys say fuck Mike. And so I would say give it to me and they'd be like, Fuck Mike and I'm like, No no no, give it to me and they're like, Fuck Mike and I'm like, No no no, come on guys, give it to me like, <laughs> Fuck Mike we still say, anytime I hear anybody say, give it to me, I think, fuck Mike. <laughs> um, and anyone who was there for that roast thinks that nice. it's the funniest shit ever. And so I'm, that had to be a lot of fun, especially with all of the uh, malcontent for uh, Dale. Yeah. Which a part of me thinks was the whole point. 100% yes. I think the producers are like, we're going to get this. This let's, is going to be yeah. good. Let's give the dudes an opportunity to shit on Dale. The The date has nothing to do with, like, performing. I mean, I guess it's performing. But, like, you're not getting to know Claire. You're just... But why bring in the other dudes for the audience? Yes. Obviously, there were, you know, you need an audience. But... Yeah, or why not have them roast, roast Claire or write jokes for Claire? It's like you're putting the intention from guys on the other guys. It, it's just uh-huh. it has nothing to do uh-huh. with her. Yeah, if they wanted to see talent, if it was a talent show, who could be the best roaster? They all should have just roasted Chris. There you go. Yeah, that's the that's the um, median, you know, just arbitrator that you can practice your jokes on. Yeah. But no, they wanted to build that drama. And my man, Benet... <laughs> went in dude they all went in but mm-hmm. bennett fucking went in and i really appreciate a guy who <laughs> is smirking the whole time like he knows it's funny mm-hmm. um that was enjoyable for me and i hope they release the unedited version on a dvd for me to watch oh, and give man. to my future wife that's the, that's what i'm saying like that the dvd there's so much that they could be doing with this franchise like they could be love islanding this yeah, just, and that's the problem. Why do you think they don't? Just because they don't have the time slot because of the way American shows work, or that they're too? It will. It totally would require more, more uh, like uh, editing. Yeah, but well, I mean all of that. But I mean like actual airtime, mm-hmm. and because they air on ABC, you know, there's stuff every night on ABC. You can't have. It's not like BBC Five or whatever. You know, like that's just a station that you can just play shit on. Yeah, I guess I just don't think of television as, like, you know, old TV. I just think of it as apps and streaming. So I'm like, you know, if, if your people watch your content gets your ratings, just why not, why not put out more content if you got, you know, hours on the cutting room floor? Like, I would... I would, I would, I would pay for a subscription if they edited The Bachelor like Love Island. Mm. You know? 
Totally. Truth be told, I would watch the Truman Show. <laughs> I would be so in on that. Yeah. That's such a weird thing, and I need to know what that person's going through. It would be must-see television for me all the time, 24-7. I think it's... I'd leave it on. It's like being that in-depth with someone. Like, on, on this show, you know that they're locked away for months, but, like, you see so little of them, so they act crazy all the time, and you're like, what? But if you watch them, you know, for an hour every night for eight full weeks, then you get it. Mm -hmm. You're like, I've been there with you this whole time, so this makes sense. The journey feels real. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then Amber wins. <laughs> <laughs> underdog. It's a underdog. Love story. Island season five for any of you that yeah. wanted to be spoiled. Should have watched welcome. it by now. It's a great show. Um. So and so anyway, they. Uh, After this roast, <laughs> yes, there's 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 an, a cocktail party with the the roasters, the other half of the dudes, and literally every dude claire talks to she's like so what did you you said jokes about dale what's what's dale saying about me tell me about dale let's talk about dale dude come on you're not gonna get anywhere with any of these dudes talking about dale and like that sucks and it's one of those things remember in again not to go back to hannah brown season but all of the dudes talking about um luke p mm -hmm. that was important you know she needed to know about luke p but this is the reverse, yeah. where she doesn't give a shit about any of the other guys or their relationships and just wants to know, is Dale fucking on the schneid? You know, what's she saying about me? What about Dale? What about Dale? Well, come on, tell me about Dale. Because yeah. all of you guys are just conduits to what Dale really is back there. And as we know, Dale's a fucking sack of potatoes, a tall drink of a sack of potatoes, but a sack of taters nonetheless. Yeah, it's it's just I, I at this point I can't blame the editing because I'm like no, it's, she it's did disregard. she did talk about Dale to every anyone who would listen like a All fucking child. Yeah, and then <laughs> she didn't give out the fucking rose, and they were felt rightfully so fucking slighted. And then she walks away and was pissed and says to the producer, she walking as she's walking away, you dish on my fiance so hard. So here's a rose. Why would I do that? And it's like, because you're here to find love between 30 other men, but you chose one already. Yeah. Do we know? Or is you think that's next episode when they'll talk or speculate about them being in contact before the show? I don't know. I mean, maybe that's then. You know, if there's ever a reunion at the end or after the final rose, they're going to address this shit. Yeah. Um, e even if Tasha's there. It's going to be a weird AFTR, but, like, they're going to need to address this Claire shit at the end. Dude, what if they don't? What if they just try to, like, sweep it under the rug when they bring Tasha in and be like, all right, now we're, we're on to Tasha. We're not going to talk about Trump's crimes against humanity. Just, we got then a new they, president yeah. and we're done. It doesn't matter. The crimes. <laughs> I'm sitting on the edge of my seat about Tuesday, man. <laughs> oh God. I need to, yeah. I uh, need to go to Costco and stock up on some things, namely liquor and doomsday yeah. supplies. Just, you know, you don't know how, I didn't know how it was going to go four years ago. And I was like, shit, I need a lot more toilet paper and liquor if I'm going to get through yeah. this. Not to not to be, you know, at the beginning of this coronavirus, I went and spent $200 on whiskey at BevMo. Nice. Uh, they got <laughs> no, good prices like, there, too. Yeah, dude, it was actually a five cent sale on this on this whiskey that I really like. And I was like, what? This is great. But that was in March and I needed to go back in March to get more whiskey. Turns out it wasn't going to shut down. So what's your whiskey buzz? Uh, what's your whiskey budget looking like? Oh, I mean, honestly, dude. Um, so truth be told, uh, and I went into Corona, you know, and I bought all of that whiskey and stuff and I probably drank it until maybe May ish. And then about mid June, July, I weighed myself, and I was up 20 pounds. Damn. Um, I'm actually down... Well, no, no, no. I guess that's a lie. 
So truth be told, my ID says a certain weight, and that's always been kind of a marker for me because hmm. I lied about that weight when I was 18, and I got that. So I was always I was always more than this weight. Um, and I, I, I fluctuate a lot, but that's always my marker. And so I was 20 pounds above that weight. Um, and so I'm actually now 20 pounds down from where I was at the top of coronavirus to a weight I haven't been at since I was in high school. Wow. Which is cool. Um, you know, so my whiskey budget is, uh, much more limited. I'm, I've re I was drinking all through Corona up to the point, And then I realized I got to stop doing this. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. and then, so I, I now, um, have only been drinking for sports or this podcast. Okay. That's good. That's healthy. Um, yeah. I'm trying to, I've been trying to battle and whittle it down, you know, like maybe on a Friday night, I'll have some whiskey or something, but I'm trying to. I don't know. Bargain. Address that. Say what? Bargain. Bargain, yeah. Exactly. It's not a problem um, if I only do it socially with myself. Yeah. I don't know, man. You know, the, again, these are fucking unprecedented times, you know, and if you feel like you need to drink every day, then so be it, dude. Like, again, I haven't seen my friends, you know, in, in a long time. Hmm. And, you know, that's nice when when you can do that. You know, I haven't been to actual work in a long time. You know, the, the world's just weird. It's okay. And I'm sitting on the edge of my seat about fucking Tuesday, and that's okay, too. And you know what? I'm going to increase my whiskey budget just because. Yeah. Just in case. And, you know, if things don't work out on a Tuesday, <laughs> at least uh, hopefully we'll have a new bachelorette. Oh my god, that's the same night? At the very least, if they air an episode on Tuesday, then yeah. Wow, they're really going to go up against the election. That's stupid. Yeah. I hope so. That's that, I haven't I checked mean, the schedule, but I hope so. Because I'm going to need something. I need at least one win on that day. There you go, dude. Yeah, no, I'm going to be watching uh, David Pakman's uh, live stream. Nice. He does a good job. Um, I don't remember what you were going to say about uh something and we went into this corona thing and that's okay yeah and that's why you guys come here to i love that bachelor did you have anything else i i don't neither do i the teaser at the end is taisha coming out of the pool i watched an absolutely adorable video of taisha on her instagram where she's just dancing around and running around and loving the fact and the caption in the video is when you're T-I-T-S, for the kids out there listening, you know, are perfect on national television. <laughs> and I was like, yep. you know, I, that's, that, that, that has got to be weird, you know? I mean, being on national television and then, you know, so I'm, I'm happy she's happy. And I hope she finds love at the end of this. No, same. I, th I think it's just going to be refreshing to bask in her warm glow and have a bachelorette that i can like that i do like i just want to enjoy it i just want to so okay the the the, the, the major secret of this show is yeah we spend a lot of the time shitting on stuff mm -hmm. but deep down well actually not even deep down pretty much projected forward yeah i would love it if they all found love and it's so sweet when you see them start falling in love but it that also means you have to treat everyone with dignity and respect. Yeah. And I can't wait for a return to that. Same. This is a woman who gave JPJ a serious chance. Remember that? Remember how yeah. fun that was? Let's have fun that again. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, at least we're probably going to get Paradise at some point. You think? Were they filming the Southern Hemisphere? Try to play catch up? Well, they're filming... Um, the bachelor now mm -hmm. so if we don't so we'll probably get paradise after the next bachelorette maybe mm. you know i don't and like so, that i don't like that i want it sooner so do i i know it's the payoff but we'll see because i mean i think the bachelor's supposed to start on time in like january okay yeah so you're gonna be hearing a lot about us all right you can find us where all major podcasts are <laughs> distributed 
I love that bachelor. You can send us an email at I love that bachelor at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, preseason's almost over. I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited. I'm excited too. This was good. And you know what, guys? Um, I think Boomer and Sharon are both Cylons. And we need to do something about that. I know I'd asked you guys to find the Cylons last episode, and I've gotten down to the fact that Sharon Valeri might be a Cylon. I'm Wade. Take care of yourself. I'm Zach. (laughs) Bye.